0: Hello, hello, and welcome to my very first podcast episode. I am so excited to have you guys here with me. Before I begin, I would like to start with a little prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to just talk about you on this podcast, Lord. Thank you so much for the people that are listening on the other side of the screen. Holy Spirit, I just want to invite you not only to speak through me, but speak to the person or people that are listening on the other side of the screen, Lord. I just pray that you just meet them where they're at, Lord, and that they draw near to you, Lord, so you can draw near to them. Lord, thank you so much that no matter what we face, that we belong to you, a God who overcame death and who fights for us and makes us overcomers. Thank you so much for the opportunity to pray, Lord, in your precious, precious name I pray. Amen. Well, alrighty. So let's get into what we're going to talk about today. Honestly, I don't have that much of a plan. I was just hoping that the Holy Spirit just kind of, like, spoke through me, and I know He will, but what I do want to start off talking about is the verse, Matthew six thirty three. Honestly, this is the ESV version, but the reason why I want to share this verse with you is because when I first tried to start this podcast, I had so many things going wrong. It was crazy. But one thing that kept popping into my head through that whole time where I was trying to get everything done, everything kept going wrong, and I was getting frustrated because I was like, Lord, I'm trying to make this podcast for you. And just things kept going wrong. And I kept hearing the first part of this verse, but first seek the kingdom. And I was like, Lord, but like I am trying to seek the kingdom. Like I'm literally making this podcast for you. And he reminded me, he was like, yeah, Kyla, you're making this podcast for me, not for you. This is my podcast. It's not yours. And I was like, oh, thank you for reminding me of that, Lord, because you're right. So basically the whole verse, not just the beginning, but the verse is, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So to break down this verse a little bit, God starts off with the command to seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, right? But he ends with a promise, which was, and all these things will be added to you. So basically this verse is saying like, when we seek him first, he will give us exactly what we need. We can trust God. And honestly, just to know that we can trust God is so amazing because we do live in a world where trust does not come easy anywhere. At least not for me. I know it doesn't, but it's just so reassuring to know that we could trust him. And I'm so thankful to God that he was reminding me of that because once he kept telling me, it did take me a while, I'm not gonna lie, for me to like get what he was trying to tell me. Like once I realized it, everything just flowed and everything worked out. And I was like, dang Lord, that's the reason why it wasn't working because you were trying to get through to me. And I feel like it is so easy for us to think that when things are going wrong, that it's just, you know the enemy trying to get to us. And like, you know, we rebuke that in Jesus name. But the thing is, is that it's not always the enemy. We are so quick to blame the enemy when something goes wrong. But sometimes it's literally just us. And I wanted to use myself as an example, because when it came to making this podcast, I was thinking that the enemy was trying to get me. I was like, I rebuke you in Jesus name, this and that. But God was still continuing to like whisper in the back of my head, like, but first seek the kingdom. And I wasn't listening. Like sometimes it's not the enemy. Sometimes we just aren't listening. And sometimes we're listening, but we don't get it yet. And we're not being obedient. And that's what I was doing. And until God got through to me, he was like, Kyla, like this isn't your podcast. It's mine. Once he reminded me of that, I started to, you know, understand what he was telling me. And then I was like, okay, Lord, Like, let me be obedient to what you're telling me. And then literally everything worked out. Like, I didn't have a single problem ever again. And I was like, oh my gosh, heavenly revelation, hello. (laughs) And I just wanted to share that with you guys because this happens a lot in my life and maybe you guys can relate to it too. Just man, like if only we could listen better. At least, you know, I feel like I could listen better because God did give us two ears and one mouth for a reason. And sometimes I am so stubborn. Sometimes my pride can get in the way and I just won't listen. And sometimes I'm a really good listener, but I'm not obedient. And I'm like, dang, like that's something that God has been trying to change in me. He's been trying to prune out that rotten fruit and plant good seeds in me so I could bear good fruit. And he has been doing that. Let me tell you. (laughs) And when I tell you that when you pray for things like that, expect problems to come your way. Because especially like when, for example, when you pray for wisdom, expect problems to come your way. Because if you pray for wisdom, God will give you problems to solve so you learn wisdom or so you can use the wisdom that he's already given you through you reading your word. And thank you, Jesus, for that. Because honestly, like, if God just gave us everything that we asked for right away, We would never learn anything. We really wouldn't. And I personally don't like having things handed to me. Like, I'd rather work for something and learn, like, from it or from a situation. Because it it makes me feel, like, that much better about me getting to the finish line, you know? I don't like it when things are handed to me. Personally, that's just personally me. Because it's just, it's much better when you got to work for something and you earned it, you know? But... Yeah, so that was how I started this little podcast. Um, I just really wanted to share that with you guys. So, honestly, what else I wanted to talk about was I just kind of wanted to share, like, a little beginning of my testimony. This little piece. I did want to share this originally in the beginning, but God reminded me, like, no, no. This isn't just your podcast. You're not just going to be talking about you. You're going to be talking about me too. And I was like, okay, Lord, I hear you. So I did want to share that with you. Another verse that I do really want to share with you is Proverbs twenty four sixteen, And this is going to be the new King James Version. It says, for a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. And the reason I would love to share this verse with you is because Honestly, like, I feel like this has kind of been the story of my life. And that is why I named this podcast Overcomer. Because overcome, to overcome, sorry, is a verb, which means to succeed in dealing with a difficulty or a problem or to prevail. So in other words, if you're overcoming something, then you must have a lot of perseverance. And like I said, this is like the story of my life. I have shared this verse, Proverbs 24, 16, with someone every single day for the past three months, and God has been using this verse to speak to me and to help speak to others in so many different ways, and I really just wanted to share it with you because before I get into my little testimony, this verse is literally like (laughs) what I go back to in every situation in my life. It's, it's a beautiful verse because if you break it down, it says for the righteous man might fall seven times and rise again. So a righteous man will fail time and time again, but he still tries. And it says, but the second part says, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. So for example, like the wicked, like they'll fail and they'll remain defeated. But basically this verse is asking If you fail, are you going to try again or are you going to remain defeated? And that's the key to this verse. I feel like that's what separates you from in this verse from a righteous man and from the wicked. Like, are you going to try again every time you fail or are you going to remain defeated? Because when it says, for a righteous man who may fall seven times and rise again, like they're trying again, you know? But it says the wicked shall fall by calamity. So the wicked they remain defeated and it's crazy to think about it like that because sometimes I know in my life I have fallen so many times and I feel like I just feel like the enemy lied to me like you would plant lies in my head saying like oh you're not good enough to try again and you know I would just want to not try again like I would sometimes like I feel like I would remain defeated but God is so good let me tell you how good God is every single time that I felt like I was defeated God was right there to pick me back up every time I fell like God loves me he loved me enough to not let me stay where I was at and God loves you enough to not let you stay where you're at either isn't it just so amazing to know that God loves us that much Like, he literally overcame death for us so that we could have an opportunity, if we choose, to accept him into our heart and go to heaven with him when we die. Like, is that not like the ultimate love story? The fact that Jesus died on the cross for us so that we could be saved? Like, tell me that doesn't bring a smile on your face because I'm like smiling to my ears right now. God is just so good. But the reason I wanted to share this verse with you is because I did choose Overcomer as the title for my podcast because it has been the story of my life. I know I I said it a couple times, but I kind of like veered off track of where I was going. So a little background story. I grew up in a household where I'm not going to lie. I grew up in a pretty abusive household. Um, I was not allowed to show my emotions and I was very shy too. not to mention that like shy to the point where I would cry in the front of the class whenever I had to give like an oral presentation type of shy and when it came to me growing up I wasn't allowed to not only show my emotions but I wasn't allowed to cry like any time where I was upset and I wanted to cry like I had to hold that in and if I didn't I would be called, like, every name in the book that you could think of. This is a PG podcast, by the way, so I'm not going to repeat those words. Excuse me. But just use your imagination. (laughs) You know, in Spongebob where it says, imagination. Yeah, use that. (laughs) But anyways, because I grew up like that, it was always very hard for me to express my feelings with people and just in general, like, I didn't know how to express how I felt to Allah. I didn't know what I was feeling a lot of the time. And I was also very shy. So when it came to me, you know, having to present something in the front of the class, oh, I would start crying. I would start crying and I knew it wasn't okay to cry. So I would just like run away and I would get bullied for that, of course, because who cries in the front of the class? And when I went home, I would get bullied too by my parents, so either way, like, I felt like I couldn't win, but you know what, I didn't want to stay like that, I hated the fact that I would cry in front of my class, like, I hated it, I hated that I would get made fun of, whether I was at home or whether I was in class, so I kept trying until I didn't cry anymore. And it was hard for me because there were moments where I felt so defeated. I wanted to stay that way. I was like, Lord, please help me get over this fear. Like, I don't want to cry anymore. I don't want to, like, I don't want to cry anymore. I don't want to, like, be scared to talk in front of the class. And every time, like, I would come home, like, I would tell my mom what happened. And she would call me this and that just because I would cry. And I wasn't supposed to cry. And it just... There were so many times where I felt defeated. But God, he was so good that he picked me up every single time I felt like that. So we had this thing called speech meet when I was younger. I grew up in church. I grew up in a Christian school. So I always had God in my heart. And we did speech meet, right, at this the school that we went to. So we would either memorize, like, a skit, a Bible passage, you know, some poetry. And it would be, like, this little... Passage that we had to recite out loud in front of judges, right? And then they would judge us, and we would either get a third place ribbon, a red or a second place ribbon, sorry, which was red, the third place one was white, and then we would get like a blue first place ribbon if we got first place. And basically, I always wanted the blue one, but I would get the white one because, yeah, because I would cry (laughs) every time. So honestly like I became finally known as the girl who was gonna cry so they would just expect me to cry like every year right but finally like I believe I was in fifth or sixth grade I finally like just you know I was like "Lord, like I'm not gonna cry this time I'm not gonna cry this time so I did it I think yeah I think it was my sixth grade year I finally did it again um I was reciting this passage in Proverbs because I really loved Proverbs growing up. That was my favorite book in the Bible to read. So I'm over here getting really nervous. You know, all this anxiety is coming in me that I normally feel. And the second where I was about to start crying, like I literally like I swallowed it like I kid you not. And then I started reciting everything out loud. And then I finally got that blue ribbon afterwards. And I was so proud of myself after because I was like, this is the first time where I didn't let fear and anxiety overcome me in the situation. I finally, like, overcame my fear. And I was like, yes, thank you, Jesus. I wouldn't have gotten here without you. And it felt so good to get that blue ribbon, to get the first place ribbon. Like, (laughs) oh, my gosh. I'm like, I remember, like, how much I was smiling. And it only, like, this situation brings me to how I accepted God into my heart when I was in sixth grade. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I laugh about it now because it sounds, like, so silly, but when I was in sixth grade, um, this was, like, after I finally got over my fear, right, of speaking in front of people. Remember, like, I was a very shy kid, okay? um, So we were at Hume Lake, and I had finally, like, had my first crush, right? I had never had a crush on anyone before. (laughs) So because I overcame my fear, I was getting a little bold. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go tell the guy that I like that I like him and that I think he's cute. (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) It backfired on me. But I was like all of a sudden like like overwhelmed with like confidence. I had never felt before. I was like, all right, Lauren, I'm going to do it. Oh, goodness. So I'm over here on the top of this little, like, mountain. We're at Hume Lake. And I'm over here, like, telling him, like, hey, I think you're really cute. Like, I like you. And you know what he did? <laughs> he broke my heart. <laughs> it sounds so funny, like, when I'm saying it out loud now. But, like, before, like, like when I was a kid, I was heartbroken. <laughs> um, Yeah, so I was on the mountain, right? And I remember him screaming his head off, running down the mountain, saying that he wanted to kill himself, shoot himself with a gun, bury himself alive, wake up just to kill himself again. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Think about it now. I'm like, was it really that serious? But it just shows that we were kids. But anyways, so, of course, you know, I ran to my cabin. Um, I didn't want to let anyone see me cry. So I waited till nobody was there and I started crying. Of course. I got my little journal and I wrote down exactly what happened word for word. (laughs) And I actually found that uh, little journal not that long ago and I sent a picture of it to my best friend and I was like, oh my gosh, look what happened. (laughs) And she started laughing at me. She was like, I can imagine little Kyler writing that. (laughs) And I was like, right. It was just super funny. The fact that, you know, That situation was brought up to me again, like before I made this podcast and I was like, okay, Lori, like you wanted me to share this. (laughs) So after that, you know, we had gotten called to chapel and the pastor was sharing his testimony and I was listening and mind you, like I did have God in my heart, um, like growing up as a kid, but I didn't understand what it meant to accept God into my heart until sixth grade when this happened. So the pastor was sharing his testimony, and he also showed, like, he shared on the screen his um, spoken word poetry, and I remember it speaking to me so much. I was like, oh, my So like, I really love this, and it was just really, really good, and ever since then, like, you know, I made my own poetry because I really like how he communicated how he felt through his spoken word poetry and growing up as a kid that didn't know how to communicate because I like I wasn't allowed to like express my emotions or just feel them like it spoke to me so much i was like you know what i'm going to do this one day i remember telling god that day i was like lord i'm going to do this one day <laughs> and so next thing i know like the pastor is he's doing like this altar call right And I remember, you know, I just got my heart broken. Like, I was feeling so, like, sad inside. Like, my heart was literally broken. And he's doing the altar call. He's like, is there anyone in this room that wants to say yes to Jesus? Like, if there's anything that you're battling right now, any silent battles that you're facing, just he wants you to lay it at his feet right now. Just raise your hand. Go ahead and raise your hand. Like, nobody's going to be looking. You don't have to come to the front. But just let me know, like, who I'm praying with. And... Of course, like, I raised my hand. I literally, God brought me to my knees. I literally fell to my knees and I started crying. Like, all this emotion that I bottled up because I wanted to put up this, like, this face. So nobody saw me cry. Like, it just left me all in that moment. And I said yes to Jesus that day or that night. And just everything that I was facing, like, I just laid it, like, at God's feet. Because I felt like God's voice was telling me in the back of my head, like, Tyler, like, you have so much burden on your shoulders. You carry all this weight that you don't need to carry. You just lay it on my feet. You don't need to carry this, too. And I was like, okay, Lord, I hear you. I accepted God into my heart, like, for real that time. <laughs> like, because I actually understood what it meant. And I was, like, just so overwhelmed with peace. Like, I had never experienced that before is growing up with God, like I feel like there's a lot of things that I thought I knew because I just grew up in that environment. But it wasn't until I encountered God that day that it changed my perspective, you know? And I'm so thankful to God because carrying all that weight was so heavy for me. And I was just a kid. Like, I didn't need to carry all that. And he's right. And I'm so thankful that... (laughs) that he'd carried that for me. But the reason I'm sharing this with you is because it was two big things in my life that I that I had to overcome as a child. And I'm sharing this with you because I know that if God can help me overcome those things, just as a kid, imagine what he can help you overcome too, if you allow him to. Like, God, he's just sitting there waiting. Like, I know that he's there with you, like, just telling you, like, my child's, all these things that you carry, you don't need it carried anymore. Just lay it at my feet. Let me carry it for you. Let me pick you up when you fall. You don't need to carry all this weight. Like, I feel that God is telling me that. And I feel like that's why he wanted me to share this with you. And that he did really want me to share that for a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. Because that was literally me. Like, I literally fell so many times, but God loved me enough to not let me stay where I was at. and He picked me up. And that's what God wants to do for you today, too. And I am going to share with you guys, before I end the episode, um, this spoken word poetry that I wrote. I hope you guys enjoy it. I don't have a title for it yet. Sorry, I'm pulling it up. because honestly like after seeing that spoken word poetry like I realized like okay this is how the pastor communicated how he felt like all the emotions and the words that he chose like that's exactly like what I was trying to learn how to do as a kid like I didn't know how to like I spent so many years just working on me and changing me and I'm so thankful that he loved me enough to not let me stay where I was because I would not be the woman that I am today if God hadn't like have loved me enough to help me go through all these things in order for me to learn and this is just a little piece of my testimony thank you for letting me share it with you um I can't wait to share my full testimony with you but this those little small things that I shared with you is the reason why I wanted to start this podcast and why I wanted to name the title when I named it. And I'm so excited to continue to like share everything with you because I have never shared my testimony. Um, it's going to be an exciting experience. I can't wait to do it and I hope you guys enjoy it. But anyway, so I finally pulled it up. I am going to share it with you. Like I said, I don't have a title, but i hope you guys like it i'm still working on like saying it out loud though so bear with me love you guys (laughs) okay once lost in the world but what do i gain if i lose my soul anxiety gripping toes curled sin so heavy taking a toll always on social media scroll after scroll there's always a light at the end of the tunnel they say step by step the light seems to grow dimmer day after day as i'm walking i hear the voice of a king talking my child you must choose or your soul you will lose suddenly i hear laughter follow me and you'll have nothing but riches after (laughs) tug of war for my soul continues a fight for my life this isn't news a battle not in flesh but in the spirit He reminds us to equip ourselves with his full armor, but we just don't want to hear it. Pride comes before the fall. But with God, we have the strength to stand tall, rebuking the enemy in Jesus' name. After he says, I'll give you the world and fame. Again, the king says, my child, you must choose. Being human and indecisive, I refuse. I can do both, I say. The king's voice is back, saying, choose, there is no other way. The laughter is back, saying, yeah, okay. The righteous man falls seven times and gets back up. Once again, I'm like a lost pup, trying to find my own way when God always says he is the way. The truth and the life I finally chose. Died on the cross and after he rose. Thank you, Jesus, for being so patient with me. It's because of your grace that I am finally set free. awkward silence. Um, I hope you guys liked that. (laughs) Um, yeah, I really hope that you guys enjoyed the little talk that we had today, and I hope to see you guys at my next episode. Thank you guys for listening, and have a blessed, blessed day. I love you guys.